Roots. Roots. Rock. Rock. Reggae. Reggae. Greetings and welcome to Culture Cafe. I'm Ross Tamai. I'm your host. I'm with you again for a special edition of Roots Rock Reggae because today we have a member of the original Harmony Trio group from Jamaica, Israel Vibration. We have Apple Gabriel in our second hour will be coming on board and he'll be talking about what's going on these days and what's happening. So I know a lot of you out there are missing Israel Vibration without Apple and are wondering what happened to Apple. Well, feel no way, because today we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty, direct from Apple, okay? So he has a lot to say, there's a lot going on. At the moment, he's suffering from mild seizures. He's also been living in an apartment that's mold-infested, so he's really not feeling too good. He's, he's, he's almost homeless. He's very much to that point, it seems like. It's very sad to have to hear what's going on in his life right now, but I offer hope, and together we can hopefully do something to uh, uplift his spirits and hopefully in the, in the end bring Israel Vibration together, all three united as one, the Holy Trinity as it should be, Apple, Skelly, and Wiss. Here on Culture Cafe, for now we're going to get into some original classics of all kinds in reggae music and then we have like I said the calendar of events as usual and we're going to get together with Apple right here on Culture Cafe Big Up Radio Roots Another truth of the truth isn't being told 
serious times All I can see around us is this violence and crime Full time for us to centralize, socialize and realize So let the sun shine throughout every day Let the moon shine through the peaceful night This is seven time rise and seven time fall But I don't really believe in the falling things at all Cause life continues as it goes If you really want to know the truth of the truth is being told No, 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 no So sometimes you think it's peace and safety It could be your first sudden destruction See the wake up this morning You better give thanks You don't know if you're gonna live to see tomorrow Life is much more precious than gold Yeah, yeah And if the truth hasn't been told So I say These are some serious times All I can see around us is just violence and crime Full time for us to centralize Socialize and realize
ourselves. Thank you. 
A badness of one, a sadness of one Light against darkness Light the day, light the day against the night Dark, dark, darkness King conquer your life No, no way Do you think like a puppet on a string? We say the first thing we do, we get 
get some Cali weed. We put it on a woodland and roll out the seed. We get some Dr. Fish and some flower and meat. We take up Jaja Bible and we start it to read. Roots and Culture here on Culture Cafe with Don Carlos and Charlie Chaplin. Unity is strength. We had some nice oldies but goodies throughout that set. We heard Lloyd Hemmings with Light Against Darkness. Lloyd the Matador, This Train, The Train. Also, Jackie Rohand. We heard Leia Foundation. We had Bunny Whaler with Got to Move. Viceroy's hit us with Marcus Garvey and it was Egyptian with new music Serious Time here on Culture Cafe as we get into this brief calendar of events coming up on Sunday November 2nd 
It's the original Whalers, including Junior Marvin, Al Anderson, Wyalindo at the Coach House here in San Juan Capistrano. And Wednesday, November 5th, it's Eric Monte Morris, backed by the Allentones at the Dub Club at the Echoplex downstairs with Echodelic Sound at 1154 Glendale Boulevard, right through the alley. It's the Dub Club. And Saturday, November 1st, it's the Ultimate Reggae Party. Check it out at Sugarcane Lounge in Los Angeles. For more information, call 949-500-1779. Iros Tamai will be your DJ there, along with a few other crucial DJs as well. Junior Francis will be there. Two-Tone Ted and Culture Drew. That's right, four veteran Roots Rock Reggae DJs. In one place, Saturday, November 1st, at the Sugarcane Lounge and Restaurant. You can get some Ital food. Some that definitely have the vegetarian menu as well as the curry goat and the, you know, all the good uh, jerk chicken and stuff like that. Some ginger beer. So come along. Starts at 9 p.m. It's till 2 a.m. at Sugarcane Lounge in downtown Los Angeles.
Culture Cafe. Big up Radio Roots and Ross Tomai at the Control Tower. We're hearing some nice dubwise version. It's Brad Osborne and Flute Chant from Masters of Reggae, a two-disc compilation, 24 reggae favorites. Something like this you could find just about anywhere. Featuring Bob Marley and the Whalers, the Upsetters, Brad Osborne and more. For some reason you could find this at like a truck stop. It's just some of that uh, classic stuff they just redo over and over and send out through all areas of uh, the United States and all around the world, most likely. Just uh, redone and remastered over and over and over. Classics. you got to give it up. Made in Canada. Before this, from Pass the Torch, an album from Culture and his son, Kenyatta Hill, we heard Study Rasta. And we started out with Wailing Souls, War De Round A John Shop, the original 7-inch single, a little scratchy, but again, worth playing on Culture Cafe. I hope you're feeling iry, strong like a lion, fit, as I uh, welcome Apple Gabriel to Culture Cafe. Yeah. 
tuned to Culture Cafe here on Big Up Radio Root Station. I'm Ross Tama, your host. As we're tuning into Israel Vibration with original members Apple, Gabriel, Skelly, and Wiss, this track in the background, we're hearing We Don't Want No Apartheid version from the album Strength of My Life. We also heard Practice What Ja Teach from Unconquered People and Walk the Streets of Glory. And on the line here with us live on Culture Cafe, I'm proud to welcome original member, founding member of Israel Vibration, Apple Gabriel. Welcome, Apple. Yeah, man. Maximum love and respect, man. Yes, I. It's incredible to hear your voice for the first time in a long time. I'm sure many of you are very excited to have Apple Gabriel on the show. Apple, first of all, I just want to say to you, enough respect every time for originating the Israel Vibration Trio Harmony Group, one of the strongest forces of reggae music of all time. And thank you very much, for sure. There's so much music that you've put together over the years and it's standing strong still and forever will be because it's just, it's the right, it's got the right ingredients, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's just love in it, you know? Yes. If it's love, then it's pure and right and sweet, you know? Definitely. And um, just love is the foundation. And then the time you lose just love, then there's no more foundation, you know? True. But God love, you know, when we say Ja to the people out there, you know, when we say Ja, we mean God. It's, we didn't make that name up. It, it, it is in the Bible, Psalm 63. The name Ja is there, and the name Ja means God Almighty. So, you know, God has a lot of names, and in different nations, people call him by different names. Uh, different churches and religious movements use different names. You know, some say Jesus, some say Yahweh. Some say Adonai, some say Allah, Rasta say Jah. But it's the same one God with many names, you know? That's right. The new name Jah God and is terrible among men. Right. The heathen don't right. like Jah name sometimes. Right. Well, true Rasta. Yeah, man. Well, we wanted to cover some things of what's going on currently, as well as the, you know, the history of Israel Vibration. How many albums do you think Israel Vibration has uh, put out over the years? I have at least 15 to, to 18 in front of me here, including your excellent release, Another Moses. Well, it's a lot of albums, you know, uh, including dub albums too, uh, and, you know, in, uh, it's about maybe, you know, 20-something, 30-something. Yeah. Up there, cause we got dub albums too, you know. That's a lot of music. Yeah, I'm, yeah we're right. hearing dub vibration right now. Huh? We're hearing dub vibration in the background right now, Apple. Right, right. Yeah, crystal clear with the Roots Radix in recording. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, how about the uh, songs you put together? I mean, just incredible. It sounds as though you know your your all your harmonies are just some of the best. Congratulations, really, over the years, you know. What? Uh, well, it's, a, it's a blessing from the Most High, you know. It's, it's a gift from God, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
God bless me like that with the music. I can do a lot of different things in the music, you know. I write, I sing, I create, I play instruments too and stuff like that. And uh, most of the songs that we did over the year as the group together, usual vibration, the three of us, which is Apple, Wiz and Skelly, you know, I um I I do most of the uh, most of the uh, pop vocals on the songs. Three of us, you know, we lead sing different songs, you know, each of us write and lead sing the songs that we write. So that's why the group have three lead singers. You know? Yes, each one no. takes takes a turn. I, I remember in the concerts in in, in the days, you know, you right. just get a chance. Right. You have so much music between each of you. Right, and then now when it comes to uh, doing the when it comes to making the songs in the studio, I do most of the uh, the work in the studio. Like when it comes to the back harmonies, sometimes it's me alone doing some of the uh, back vocals and some of the songs them. Right, and uh, so and me and Wiz. Uh, do some of them, but I do most of all the harmonies on every album that we did. So most of the vocals the world hearing on the album is me. Yeah. But the people don't know that, you know, because uh, uh, it's not written on the album jacket that is Apple Albert Craig doing this track and that track and that track. It's not written on the album like that, you know? Right. Well, I can hear it. I can hear your voice coming strong, you know, see? Right. But cool, the cool. musicians in the studio and, and, and Dr. Dredd and all the rest of people in the studio, they notice that I am the one in there doing all these tracks, putting all of these back vocals and different, different songs and, and, you know, including my songs. A lot of my songs is my voice alone on it. It's not me and Skelly and Waze. It's me alone. Me alone do the lead singing. Me alone do, it, do all the back vocals. But like I said, the jacket is not written up like that. So the world think it's the three of us sounding like that. But it's not the three of us sounding like that. It's really me sounding like that. Right. I am the voice of Israel Vibration. Most of the vocals you're hearing on the album is just me alone. But the people don't know that. Well, we're, we're here to set the record straight with the, right. uh, with the whole runnings. Well, what, what the people want to know and... You know, I mean, I could tell in concert right now, you're, you're not there with Israel Vibration and something's definitely missing. What, where has Apple Gabriel gone? Why are, is Apple Gabriel not up there on stage with Israel Vibration at this well, time? I would have said, why I'm not with Israel Vibration? I would say, why I'm not with Skelly and Wiz? Okay. Because Apple, Skelly and Wiz is Israel Vibration. Okay. Skelly and Wiz is, is two members of Israel Vibration. The two of them alone is not Israel Vibration. So we want the people to get this straight. I created the group. I created the name Israel Vibration. I am the first Rastafarian that rise up in Jamaica in the handicapped institution. Was walking around with my Bible preaching to all the handicapped people and everybody, the nurses, the doctors, and everybody used to call me a madman because I walk around with the Bible every day preaching. I was the first one in there growing dreadlocks and talking about Rasta and smoking herb. Gotcha. And all the handicapped people that eventually end up to become Rastafarians, they were my disciples. They come and follow me, including Skelly and Wiz. So I was like a bad sheep there, you know. They, they threatened all the handicapped, you know, children. I was like young back in the doors, in those days, you know. In our teens and, you know, till we reached our early 20s. And the authorities there would tell them, you know, would threaten them that, you know, any one of you is found, you know, uh, congregating with Albert Craig, which is my real birth name. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to suspend you from, you know, the trade shop that we put you in. Are we going to suspend you from the job that we give you? Or, you know, I mean, they're going to put some kind of punishment on them, you know. 
or suspend them from the basketball team or something like that or from the swimming pool yeah. so I was like a, yeah. a, 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 you know a bad ship there you know the authorities didn't want me around because I was you know enlightening the Antioch people about the Bible and Rastafarian and stuff like that well, you, you know, continued and, uh, on. You continued to try your best to just follow your, your light of the Most right. High. And then things, you know, from what I remember hearing, you then ended up with outside of the, the uh, hospital there in some of the bush area, just chanting psalms and, and chanting songs together, huh? Well, look at it. It's, a, it's a, we, I know we ain't going to get everything across right now on this radio program. But it's, it's a lot of, you know, it's, this has been going on for a few years. After they throw me out there, they, they throw me out, right? Okay. First they send me away to get rid of me uh, to a children's home they call uh, Salvation. It runs by the Salvation Army people. It's a children's home uh, goes by the name The Nest, like a bird nest. Okay. All right. Like, so this was in the 60s now, right? They send me from there to this new children's home to get me away from the, you know, the, the Mona Rehabilitation Center where all the, you know, all the handicapped people was. Because back in the 50s, when, when the polo hit the Caribbean, that was the main uh, center for all the polo people, even from the rest of the islands they were coming into Jamaica. But Jamaica was the only place that had the, the, uh, the, the big modern hospital with the medicine and everything that could treat these people. You know, and everybody was coming in from all the islands, and, you know, when, when they hit with the epidemic. Uh, and, and coming for treatment there and this was the first place that the government grant for, for these people it was a state of emergency going on uh, back then in the 50s and uh, they, this uh -huh. was uh, where the military used to be and the government removed the military from there and, and grant that piece of land for the handicapped people and so they call it the Mona Rehabilitation Center where they, you know, they get us there. It's a big place, and they, re, you know, rehabilitate us. They have the gym there to strengthen our weak legs and weak arms and every stuff. And, uh -huh. and thousands of children did die back then, you know? It was so bad, we man, really bad. Age of, you know, three years old. Some of us was two years old, so, you know what I mean? Some of us was one and a half year old. And we all meet up there. Okay. I was one of the first set of people that was there. Uh, uh, Skellion, which they came after. And, and you know, I was there before them. I hear they came it. in right. Africa. People was coming from all over the islands and all over the places. But because of my brightness that I was gifted with, I was one of the first early ones that used to always stand up for the handicapped people rights. Because we was going through a lot of things back then. We wasn't getting certain kind of, you know, justice the way we're supposed to. It's not like America here where America look out for handicapped people. Back in the island, it was a rough time. You know, when you're a handicapped, you was mistreated in a lot of ways. That, you know, handicapped people is not treated like that here in America. Your parents didn't want you. Uh, people tend to resent you, you know, the, the population, the public. The people tend to resent because people were educated, you know, you know, about, you know, people who have deformities and stuff like that. This was a sudden thing that come on the nation. And mm -hmm. so, it, you, you know, people, over, you know, take a few years to learn to adjust to this reality and accept these people for who they are and stuff like that. So there was a lot of different changes going on, you know? And I was okay. like the first one who used to stand up for the rights, the handicapped people rights that we wasn't getting, you know, things that was written on paper for us to get and we're not getting it. I was the outspoken one that speak up for the handicapped people. So I became a threat to the authorities because I would expose them of what they are not doing. 
you know, they, they have our parents sign papers, you know, that they it, uh, that they're solely responsible for us to rehabilitate us and grow us up and get us into jobs and find a place to put us to live, a nice house and stuff. All these things is that in black and white. But they wasn't doing this. You had to put up a fight to get with the things and right. for your other they're other fellow friends this. in the same place. A lot of children were sent home to countries in uh, to their poor families and end up dying from malnutrition. People find them die on the street side in the country, bushes and all of that, because they, they were treated rejectedly by people. You know, people, you, you, know, say, you know, look at you and, you know, say it's some bad thing your family do while you end up like that, or it's some kind of curse in your family while you have a handicap, and people resent you. This was what, this was what happened in the 50s and the 60s. Yeah, and, 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 you know, it becomes a major problem. A lot of handicapped people die because of, because of that resentment. Neglected, huh? Neglected, right. There you go. Well, and, and the Mona Rehabilitation Center was mm-hmm. only doing half its job. Wasn't doing the full job. So I was the first one who rise up as a, a re- rebellious one, who rebel, you know, and said, no, you, we need to, you know, treat it like human beings and get the rightful justice that we deserve, you know, things that is on paper, black and white. Right. So mm-hmm. they have me as a, they have me as a you know a bad sheep among the flock. So I was branded from early. So I they sent me to the Salvation Army home, and I was there for a while. And um, you know this is a, a children's home that have able-bodied children, not handicapped children. Able-bodied children. I was the only handicapped there. You know. Okay. And uh, you know I went to an outside school where you have able-bodied kids, and um, you know I was a kind of child that, you know, I, I didn't like a teacher to hit me. In America, teachers don't hit children in America school, but in the island, they beat you with strap. I mean, yeah. they beat you till your skin busts and bleed and all of that. And if a teacher hit me, I, I punch them in the face or I take stones and fling in the class and mash up the schoolroom. And, and I was like that. I rebellious. You put your hand on me, I thump you in your face right away. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I grow yeah. up like that. You right, know, I didn't right. take no heat from nobody. I tell them, don't put your one on me. You put your one on me, then everything's going to go back. I'm going to mash up the old school, lick out all the glass windows and stuff. You understand me? So I was right, like right. that, you know? Okay. I was a freedom fighter from a little kid growing up. I was a freedom fighter. All right. You know, I come from the Maroon tribe of people, the tribe that, that was, didn't decide to be a slave when they came here. So they had to take them back to Africa and set them free. I come from the Maroon people. So I grew up with that kind of tr- spirit that you hit me, I take your head off. Do you understand me? So they send me from there, because the woman tell me one day, yo, we, you know, your mother can't even take care of you, and we have to look after you. And I said to her, I said to her, oh dear, you tell me about my mother. So I take a chair and break it up on her. So they send me to another place that, that, that they call uh, Alpha boys school in Jamaica it is a, a it is a, a juvenile prison there you understand me mm-hmm. but they call it alpha boys school but it's a, in reality it's a juvenile prison they have jail there and stuff like that and you live here you know, everybody sleep in a big dormitory and stuff and they send me there and I, when I was there they sent me home uh, one holiday uh, for my mother to spend time and I went back there after the holiday was finished and I was 14 years of age then. And when I went back there, they locked me up in the jail one day because the staff hit me with a strap. 
in the line, because we have to line up to go to lunch in the dining room and stuff. And he just hit me in it because I was a little late to join the line. He hit me with his chop across my back. You know, and I tell him a curse word. And so, um, the nuns, this is a place run by Catholic nuns. You understand me? Uh-huh. Now, these white women, you know, with the long nun dress, she's going to call all these big boys and, and the staff and have them hold me down on a bench to beat me and put a saucer in front of me with, with, with about seven, six, or nine, ten scotch bonnet pepper, commanding me to eat the peppers to burn the bad words out of my mouth. And I refuse from eating it. So they hold me down trying to beat me. And I bite up all of them with my teeth. Everybody, I, I take the flesh out with my teeth. Every, the whole place full of blood. So they lock me up in this jail there. And they keep me in there for seven days. And when I come out, I run away at 14 years old. I run away from that place and end up on the street. And I was on the street, sleeping on the sidewalk, you know, sleeping among the mad people that eat out a garbage pan and stuff, standing up in the shopping centers, cleaning people car glass for 10 cents, helping them put in their shopping bags in their car chunks for a dime or a quarter. I, I, was a, I used to hustle in the shopping centers because, okay. you know, I'm a homeless on the street. Uh-huh, all right. Go to that for a while and then go back up to the monorail up to the authorities asking them for help and they refuse from help me. So I I end up in the bush. We had a, like a big open land, you know, next door to the the the, uh, the institution there. And I used to sleep over in the bush. And then I come back walking around with my Bible and the compound, you know, educating all the handicapped youth and stuff like that. And, um, you know, this is when Skelly and Wisno shine up back with me now. And, uh, you know, the authorities told him, by this time they give Skelly a job, you know, and they told him, uh, if he don't stop keep my company, they're going to take away his job from him, which they did. And which was uh, in the tailor shop learning to do tailoring. They told him they're going to expel him from the tailor shop if he don't stop keep company with me, and uh, which they did. So, you know, I was in the bush sleeping like months, like about three years straight sleeping in that bush. And then they run away with... And they send, they tell him to go back to the country to stay with his poor family that couldn't do nothing for him. So maybe you would be one more who end up dying on the street in the country. And I told him, I said, no, don't go back to no country. Stay here. They cannot show you out like this. You have your rights here. Your parents signed paper for them to rehabilitate you. That's a government right. responsibility they can't show you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these handicapped people, they didn't know their rights there. You understand me? Okay. I hear so you. they didn't know what kind mm-hmm. of right they have, what kind of power they have, or nothing. They just take what these authorities says and end up go back to the countryside and, and with the poor family and just end up dead. This that's, is a reality. Mm-hmm, that's rough, rough life. You know, we say uh, Skelly end up uh, sleeping, staying at his uh, auntie house. Uh, Skelly never spent a night in the bush. Skelly never used to live in the bush. He never used to go to the hard life like, you know, like what was told. You know, we... we the record company just tell the story like the three of us went through that life. But the three of us did not went through that life. I was the one that in that life. Skelly lived at his auntie house. He didn't spend a night in no bush, nowhere. He didn't sleep on no street, nowhere. He didn't go through that suffering. You understand me? Right. We end up in the bush with me for like about three months. In the bush with me. And then um, I get a, a place, the, the, the authorities give me an apartment... Uh, somewhere, you know, say, okay, we're going to help you, uh, but you got to stop smoking the herb, you got to trim your dreadlocks, you have to stop walking around with the Bible and preaching and telling people about Rasta and stuff like that, and we'll help you find a job. 
And I look at the, the uh, uh, this was a, a white English professor in the office, and I look at him and say to him, what does God, what does my belief in God have to do with your obligation to help me as a handicap? What does that have to do? You telling me to stop, praise God, mm -hmm. to help me? And I look in his face and I say, no, I will not do it. I will not stop reading the Bible. I will not stop walking around and speak about God so you can help me because it's your obligation to help me. You signed, you made my mother sign that paper in your office. Regardless. So I will not yeah. stop praising God to get that help. You are obligated to give me that help. You understand me? So they throw me out again. Mm. You understand me? And I still yeah. have in the bush. Uh -huh. and I'm right here with you. Understand. And then we used to just gather in the bush and sing every day. The Kelly and Wiz, they come down in the bush, sit amongst me, and we cook food. I used to cook food and feed them. And I read the Bible to them every day. I was the one who teaching them about Rasta, about God. How to, how, to, how to light a chalice, how to sew up the herb and load the cut. I teach them everything they know about the Rasta movements and licking chalice pipe and all these things. I we used to just sit there and sing and sing and sing, you know, every day. And, and, and like all the ones who get thrown out, they just gather around me. So, but you know, I have a flock of handicapped people following me as their prophet. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And we used to just sit in the bush and people used to pass through the bush. Uh, there was a track that goes through the bush that people use back and forth as a shortcut to get to uh, from one point to the other. And when they're passing through the bush, they use, and they hear us singing in the bush, especially in the evening time when they're coming from work, they used to stop and form like a little audience, you know, and listen to us. And at the end of each song, they would clap and cheer us, you know? Wow, amazing, amazing. Right. Just and they so say, good. why don't you guys, you know, why don't you guys go into recording? You guys sound great, you know? Why don't you guys, you know, Go and do some recording, or you know, try to find a studio and do some recording, and you guys can become, you know, a great group, and you know, start make some money so you can get, buy clothes and have somewhere to live and stuff like that. So it was the people encouragement that gave us that extra boost. Cause we 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 were just singing and uh, we were just giving praises out, huh? You know, singing praises. Little, you know, our little uh, dumpling pot with butter, cooking butter and stuff. You understand me? And just singing for. That joy, we don't sing as a joy, as a you know, we never have nothing else to do. But people catch on to it, and you know, we was like amazed too. Cause we was like, damn, all these people gather up every evening, you know, just listen to us in the bush and clapping and cheering us like we're putting on a stage show. You know, what I mean, that's how what, this whole thing starts. Well, Apple, what, what would have been some one of the songs you would have been singing in the, in the bush like that in those days? Was it some one of the things you recorded in in, in the studio actually someday? There was no. There was some of them. Some of the, like the first first song we used to sing. None of those songs is on record yet. You understand me? Okay. Uh, none of those songs is on record yet. The first the first performance we did was was at the theological college for like nurses and doctors and professors and lecturers and all these things. Would that that go to university there? That that was the first performance we did for for these kind of people. You understand me in in a college, mm -hmm. and and the only instrument we have was a piano, and I was playing the piano while the children was singing. That was our first performance because I started playing piano from from I was ten years old. Oh, I see. Wow. So that was the Musical. first time we performed for our audience, you know, uh, uh, per se, you know, where we they you know they contacted. I used to go there and play the piano every day, every day, and all the students know me. And, you know, the, 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 the supervisor there said, hey, we have something coming up, you know, you think you could get, you know, you guys, you could get your two friends to come and do a performance for us. So I said, yeah, you know, no problem. 
You understand me? Mm-hmm. Cause I was the one that go in there every day and playing the piano and singing and all kind of stuff. All the people there know me. So that's and where so it began. That was your first show. All right. It was our first show with a piano. I was playing the piano while the, while the three of us singing. And and the people clap and cheer us big and say, "Oh, you guys gonna go far? You mm-hmm. guys sound good!" And ray 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 ray. Great encouragement, right? Right. So when we go back in the bush the next day, I will I sit and I read in the Bible, you know, uh, to to Skelly and Wiz. We sit there with another virgin that was there, and you know, I said I said to the two of them, I say, you know what? We have to we have to have a name for ourselves, you know. And I open the Bible and I read. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly which book I read. And then I stopped and I said to the two of them, I said, these people that we're reading about in the Bible are Israel. And God said, these are his people, the children of Israel. Can we read that? God said to Jacob, your name is no longer Jacob, but your name is now Israel. And I said to the two of them, let us call ourselves Israel. Because the people we're reading about is Israel, which is the children of God. Israel means the children of God. All people in the world that look to God is of Israel. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. Okay. God gives his people that name. And I said, let us call ourselves Israel. And then I say, we got to we got to say Israel something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I say, well, how about we call ourselves Israel vibration? Meaning the vibration of God's people. Do you uh-huh. understand me? And yes. it just stick like that. that they was say, it. yeah, man, that sounds good. Wait, 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 wait. And that's how the name just stick. I created the name. I come up with the inspiration. Yes, you understand Apple. me? And the name just stick with the three of us. And everywhere we go, we tell people our name is Israel Vibration. You understand me? Mm-hmm. And then we joined the twelve tribe, and we used to perform on the twelve shot, the twelve tribes events. You know, when they put on events, you know, celebrations and stuff, mm-hmm. we used to perform on the twelve tribe uh, uh, stage, backed by the twelve tribe band. You understand me? And then we started to get known more and more to people. The word started out, and everybody started to talk about these three handicapped guys, you know, who, who have the greatest sound, Ray, Ray, Ray. You understand me? Because I create the bionic sound for the group. Yes, I'm not respect, kind of not respect. Right, and this is where everything started, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you now while we're in the okay. 12th tribe, you know, there was a bridge in, in, the, in, in there that he do, he, he was like a, a chemistry, he worked at a, a chemist's place. And, uh, you know, he had a little money. And he said, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm going to produce you guys. And I'm going to get a 45 out there with you guys. And because that Skelly was not good, Skelly was not good with singing harmony or nothing like that. That is why we make him lead sing the first song that we put out in Why Worry. Because Skelly could not sing harmony. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Okay. We said, him, we said to him, you know what? We will do the harmony and you sing, you do the lead sing. And down the line now, you know, we we would take turns, you know, with with you know, with different songs when we're gonna put the album out. So this is how Skelly come to lead sing the first record because Skelly couldn't sing harmony. So the, so the world don't know that. You understand me? Mm-hmm. I have, and we I have. did the we did the first four to five name Why Worry. And when it when it came out it was a major hit. I mean it, it topped all the charts in Jamaica. It was a major hit. You understand me? Yes, a crucial classic the right there. Why worry? Right. It rocked the whole island. It went number one. It was a new sound and a new age of Jamaica. You understand me? And right away, Bob Marley get attracted to us. You know, Bob Marley loved it. The sound of him here. You know, and right away, we become Bob Marley's favorite group from, from that first time. And then he hooked us up with Tommy Cowan, who was a producer. Right. I'm looking at the album right now, Apple. 
Why worry uh, from the same song? And Tommy Cowan put out our first album named the same song. And yeah, that's man. when now, uh, me and Wish now we get to lead sing our songs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, that, that's the only album that Skelly sing harmony on. Because we keep telling him, Skelly, you have to sing the harmony. And he said, no, man, I can't do it. I can't. I said, no, man, we're a group. And the trail was lead singing. You, you got to learn this. Mm-hmm. Because when we're on the stage, when me and Wish, when we lead singing our song, who's going to sing the harmony? So we forced them into it. You understand me? And if you listen good, and somebody drops them that Skelly's do the harmony, Skelly's off key at certain parts. Because he can't really do it that good. And that was the only album that Skelly sing uh, harmony on. You understand me? All the rest of the albums from there, all the way up till now, Skelly don't sing no harmony on none of the rest of the albums them that we ever did from there on. Till this very day. He only sing the songs them that he lead sing. So people don't know. They think that is the three of us singing all these songs. No. I am the one. Me and Wiz do back vocals and some of the tracks. And me alone do the rest of back vocals and the rest of the tracks. Even some of Skelly songs is me and Skelly voice alone on it. Me doing all the back vocals and Skelly lead singing. All right, Apple. Me? Very good, very good. I understand. Right, and, uh, I'm and right with you. some of my songs, the... me doing all the back vocals mm-hmm. and lead singing. And, and which songs me and Wiz do the, the harmony and which songs. But most of the voices that people been hearing on the albums is my voice. But they think it's the three of us singing all the songs, and it's not the three of us singing all the songs. Well, that's why we're wondering what happened to Apple Gabriel, because there's a big thing missing. Now they have two backup women singing, trying to, you know, cover your trying your end of it, style. your end of it, do the it. harmony. I know, I know. Well, that's what... I create that style. I'm the one who sings, we gonna walk. I sing like that. The street of glory. I am the one who sing like that. Yes, they Apple. sing like that. And that is the signature sound of the group. Right, right. Well, I create that sound. I know, I'm right with you. Right, We're, we're together. We're living as one here. We're one blood right. as one family. And, and, and the girls I'm trying to sing the same, they can't carry that sound. I create that. Yeah, well, again, there's something missing. We want to see you back together. We just want to, you know, give praises to the Most High. I hope that someday it can happen again, that you can okay. re- reunite, you know. In the meantime, in the meantime, you're, you're, you're kind of... Let's tell the story again uh, as it worked up to, to what's happening right now, nowadays, Apple. Well, what's happening nowadays is um, I fall down on my face because of uh, bad things happening in the group but between Dr. Dredd and Skelly, you know, Dr. Dredd, after we get big and reach the top and start to sell out the whole of Europe, all over the world, you know, sell out everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw you in 1996, all three of you at the Bob Marley Day with Twinkle Brothers, Culture, and and uh, it was just amazing up there. Burning Spear too. That was probably at the time when uh, things kind of got shaky, huh? Yeah, we, we was at the top then. We performed with Willie Nelson, Prince, uh, Stevie Wonder, Queen Latifah before she became a movie star, the Dietrichs. We performed with a lot of top American singers. You understand me? Okay, Apple. We're coming mm-hmm. from way back in the, in the 70s. And we, we, we performed with a lot of these uh, artists on the same date, on the same stage, at the same show. You understand me? Uh-huh. And, um, when it reached the top like that, you know, and things was like up there, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Dredd, you know, which is, uh, Dr. Dredd have a bad personality. He messed up every regular artist that come to Ross record, you know. Uh, some people is like that, you know. 
And Dr. Dre just have a bad way about him that he, you know, he scrape all the money for himself, he rip us off, he make millions of dollars, buy himself a big million dollar house in Washington, D.C., and he mashed up the group, he pays Kelly and we spend $10,000 and have them sign a contract not to work with me for five years and mash up the group and, um, you know, uh, influence Kelly and we used to go and register the name behind my back uh, that they own the name Israel Vibration, which my lawyer now is putting a lawsuit together to sue them because the, law, the lawyer says they commit fraud in going and register the name behind my back and tell, go around telling people all over the world that I left the group. I didn't leave the group. Dr. Dredd uh, sent them on tour without me. And That's my what happened. Huh? My, my white friend, my white German friend in Germany called me from Germany in 1996. Cause 1996 is when all of this happened, when the group break up. Yes. We just came back from a major tour in Europe. And me and Skelly, we have an argument over the phone talking about some personal issue. You know what I mean? Which everybody does. And we have up the phone, you know, we've been in a heated way. And then by you know it, my friend called me from Germany, my white friend. And he said, Apple, hey, what's up, man? Why you not up here? You know, and I said, well, what's going on? And he was like, why you not up here with Skelly and Wiz? Skelly and Wiz is up here on tour and everybody's asking for you. And, and I'm like, get out of here. No, nah, man, that ain't true. He said, yes, Apple, we just went to their show last night. And you wasn't there, and they performed. I'm like, what? Wow! And I said, right, 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 right. I didn't there, know that. Yeah. I said, I didn't know that. Dr. Dre didn't call me and tell me anything. Skellian Wilson didn't call me and tell me anything. You understand me? And he said, yeah. Yes, Apple, they just performed uh, last night, and they are on tour, and everybody asking for you. And same time, my baby mother turned around and said to me, Apple, how can Dr. Dre do that? Because at that time, I was living with my baby mother and my little son, that was just a few months old. You know, like about seven, eight months old. A young baby that just born. You understand me? Yes, sir. And my sir. baby mother turned to me and said, Apple, how can Dr. Dre do something like that? How can he send Skelly and Wiz on the road without you? And I said, honey, I don't know. Dr. Dre didn't call me and tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Skelly and Wiz didn't call me and tell me nothing. Well, listeners, that's how it on. went down. What's going on? Yes, Culture Cafe. Now we know. We wonder what happened right. to Apple. He didn't just leave the group, you know? No, I never left. How can I leave something that I created? No, no way. Why? Yeah, that's what I always wondered, you know. And after twelve years now, here we are connecting. You've all, you also between that time you put out another Moses, which is a wonderful album. I want to big you up for that. Uh, I've yeah, been supporting you all the way, Apple, all the way. You're you're when when I look at you look at my reggae collection, it's Burning Spirit Culture and Israel Vibration that take up the whole the beginning of the whole thing, from A to right, Z. Right. Well, you know. Well, I you know I'm glad to be able to bring you upon the show today, you know, just for some time to chat about everything. People, I just wanted people to know the truth what went down here, mm-hmm. and I want the people to know that uh, the group is staying apart because Kelly don't want the group to come back together. They came here a few months back and did a show here in Atlanta, right, after I've, I've been calling Kelly for like 10 years, and he keeps hanging up the phone on me. He don't want to talk to me. That's because they know that they go and did wrong. Dr. Dre let them go and register the name, claim that they owned it. That is why they couldn't talk to me for 10 years on the phone, because they did this wrong thing and they didn't want me to find out. So when they came here a few months ago and did a show here, I went to the show and I faced them head on. I went in the back room, the dressing room. I see Skelly. I said, what's up, Skelly, my brother? And I hugged him. I hugged him up. I said, Skelly, you're my brother, man. I love you, man. I miss you. And he just look at me and say, yeah, I, I, I love the eye too, you know? When I try look, you know? And I said, Skelly, what's going on, man? I've been calling you for 10 years and you keep hanging up the phone on me. You understand what's going on, man? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I say, you know, 
uh, Chris Blackwell right now wants to pay us $3 million if we come back together, you know, and he will, you know, he will manage our growth from here on and put us in movies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I said, Kelly, let's, you know, I said, all of us make mistakes. We are human beings. Let's put all this behind us and come back together and make this work because the people want us like this. This is God's work. Yeah, the they miss you. For the three of us. We definitely miss Apple Gabriel, part of. Right, and I speak to him like thing. that in front of the band, in front of the two girls that back up finish, in front of everybody was in the dressing room here and me telling Skelly these things. And Skelly just sit there silent as a Skelly, let us do this. God send me come here to face you face to face because I've been calling you on the phone for 10 years and you keep hanging up on me. So God make you guys come right in my town so I can come and face you face to face and tell you God say let us do this. You understand me? And all Skelly said to me is, be called the eye, you know, with a dry tone, and never call me till this very day. That means, if he put his ego in front, how can I put your ego in front? This man is offering the group $3 million right now. You understand me? And he put his ego in front of a million dollars for him, because he thinks that, okay, if the group come back, he's not going to be in control anymore, he's going to lose his control because he likes what's going on right now, because he, you know, he thinks that he's living in this Bob Marley dream that he's always wanted, controlling the band, controlling everything, and still have the link with Dr. Dredd and Rare. But you know, that's just a front. Nothing is really happening. It's 10 years now, and what they planned didn't work in 10 years. You understand me? Yeah. And you know, I, and, you. I understand. Like I say, he didn't call me, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, what, you know, this guy is sick in his head. I go there and I tell him I love him, I see you with, I, I hug with. I say, man, I miss you guys, man. You guys are my brother, man. You know what I mean? People want us there. People putting big offers on the table. Some people putting hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table, say, you know, say they will pay us this money if we, you know, come and do these dates and put by the group. And no, no, they turn it down. Not yet. Well, we, because they well, went and do this wrong thing that mm. they did, that the lawyer find out. It's a lawyer who find it out and tell me. I didn't know that they go and register the name and and, and, and them and Dr. trying to take away the whole Israel vibration empire and leave me out of it for me and my children to suffer and die. I didn't know they do these things. My lawyer find these things out and say, Apple, we have a big lawsuit against these guys because they, they commit fraud against you. Yeah, well, we, I want to wish you good luck with that. Know. I really I do. I love Kelly and Wissino. I don't mm. hate them. They are my brothers. They ain't heavy. I love them. But they did a wrong thing. They should have never done that. Well, it sounds like you're willing to forgive and forget, aren't you? You're willing to forgive and forget and move on. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they'll they'll understand. Hopefully, they'll come together. Both of them will finally realize that they they need you back as a as a brethren and and reunite and stay together, not just like the Sierra Nevada show where you you guys reunited and it just didn't kindle continue. Right. But it was His Majesty's son who came from Ethiopia tried to put us back together. He came to us and said, "You guys are chosen by God. You you this is a word from God." And, and look on Skelly and him say, this is not, you know, him say, Skelly, you know, you have an ego problem, you know, this is not about light skin, dark skin, whatever, you know, it, it is God who bring the three of you together, Apple is the one that get the calling, Apple is the prophet, and the both of you must listen to him, and if you both of you don't listen to him, both of you is going to die. This is what the man tell him, and I'm letting the world know this, you understand me? This is what the man tell him, if the both of you don't listen to Apple, the both of you is going to die, because Apple is the one who get the calling, Apple is the prophet. And he's the one that gave me the name Gabriel. He said, you is Gabriel, because you are the prophet, the chosen one. 
That is why I that that is why I could put my pride behind me and go to Skelly and Wiz and hug them and tell them, my brothers, I love you guys, man. I miss you. Let's put this together and do this. Let's forget the mistake that we make and forgive each other and do this. Well, Apple, there's still hope. Okay, you're making efforts. And the whole we in the community of reggae around the world would also like to see the band back together. So we only have hope, right? We have yeah, hope we have, we, and we, yeah, have, we a have a will. Hope, say, we no, have a will. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I end up in the street now as a homeless. I don't have nothing. I can't take care of my kids. I sleep in my car in parking lots, you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm down, to, I'm down on my face. You understand me? All the sacrifice I put in this all these years and put this together... And now they want to use craftiness and take away everything and leave me out in the street with nothing to, 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 to take care of myself and my children. You understand me? Yes. And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm on my face right now. Well, I, you know, I, I just everything. want, I uh, I just want the best for you. And, I, and I'm offering some type of, of uh, help to you, if, if, if whatever I could do, Apple. But again, I want to just, you know, stick to the, the, the truth. The truth and rights, and, and just knowing that, you know, you've affected a lot of people all around the world in, in a positive way. Again, my collection starts with Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, and all the greats, and you're included, Israel Vibration, in the whole segment. And I would like the listeners to know right now, if you have any questions or comments you would like to send out to Apple Gabriel, just send out an email, culturecafe at bigupradio.com. That's my email address. I'm the direct link to Apple Gabriel. Founding member of Israel Vibration. Apple you Gabriel. Can give them my number too, so people can call me if they want to talk and talk to me direct or talk to me on your radio program, whichever. I am open because I am all about love. Right. That's why you're here with love, us. Man. Yes, man. Yes, man. I, I, I look forward to really connecting with you. Hopefully, you could we could find a way to get you out here to California at some point for a show. You know, you have so much music in your repertoire of reggae music, so much just on your own. That you could uh, come forward with and sing, and Man, you know I, I have, have a lot of hope, and some, you know I have some real excellent. I have a lot of music here ready to release, man. A lot of albums I've been doing that are they're piling up, piling up, piling up, because you know, you know, Doctor Dread put up a, a, a fraud uh, website claiming, telling the world that oh, anybody want uh, Apple Gabriel's book, get in touch with Ross Record at this email number and, and at that phone number, and you have this website up there for ten years. Blocking the jobs from me. Cause people call me and tell me these things. You understand me? People call my booking agency. They call my manager. They tell them. They say, we trying to get Dr. Dredd. And Dr. Dredd tell us on the phone that Apple, Apple is no more Israel Vibration. And we only can get Skelly and Wiss. Skelly and Wiss is Israel Vibration. And I'm like, what? Yes. And they say, yeah, Dr. Dredd have a website up saying that for Apple Gabriel bookings, contact Ross at this, that, that number. And, and the lawyer, my lawyer have to force him to, to remove that website. Okay, that Apple, okay. I understand. I know I know things can just get better. I really have a positive feeling here. I want everyone to know that if you would like to book Apple Gabriel in concert or just, like again, get your information to him. If you're a fan of Israel Vibration and you miss Apple Gabriel as much as I do, you're going to want to call him up. So give him a call at one this area code six seven eight nine four nine four zero two zero. Okay, again the number one six seven eight nine four nine forty twenty. Direct link to Apple Gabriel. Also you could send an email, culturecafe at bigupradio.com. Apple, I really want to thank you for coming on the show. I think we've covered quite a bit. 
We know what's happening now. We definitely know the history. If anyone knows Roots Reggae music, they know who the finest reggae harmony trio ever was. And hopes, I, again, I really hope and pray that we can solve these issues and have you back up there with your brethren. Okay. Thank you very, thank you very much for you know for for this man because you know it, I I just want the people to know that yes I'm suffering and you know I and I you know I, I you know it's a lot of unfairness but you know what I'm all about love you know because only love shall conquer. You understand me? Only love can make it right. I believe that okay. that's right. We got we we might be a, a little bit upset. I'm sure over the it's it's got to be tough. It's it's very very rough. Your, your shoe bus up still, hold, toe just a show, but you know we got to sew it up. We got to move forward. We yeah, got we, we, we know we got scars to prove all our things in life that's happened to us, right. but we're still here and we're still moving. We're still breathing air, you right. know. And, and we, we all have things we're dealing with. I and I, I really feel for you. I'm I just I'm glad to have you on again. You're a a founding member of a huge reggae group in the world, and I will never forget that. And we want to just. Uh, link up again on the show you're always welcome here we've sent out the number for people to call you a apple and i'm going to be playing some more of your your songs from israel vibration throughout the rest of the show thank you very very much my brother i give enough love and respect to you and i give enough love and respect to my fans out there and you know i'm telling them i'm sorry for what happened it's just a devil moving you know and and you know every time god puts something good together to benefit mankind, you know, and lead them in the direction to God. The devil moving and, and, and always catch the weak one and, you know, dismantle everything, you know. But the devil cannot destroy God's work. This is just a temporary confusion going on here. And, you know, we together can fix it. You understand me? Because we are the Rasta. We are the Rasta and we together can fix it. And I want to make, I want to make a, a, a request. Okay, you, know, you got so it. I want to let the people know that the situation that that happened, I also sing about it because I know people want to know. So I put it in. I put it in music. I wanted to play Pakota uh, Yina, and I wanted to play, play Power Struggle. And when people listen to these songs, they will hear what went down, what happened. They will have a more clearer sight. You know, what I mean, they will can see, understand what I just told them. Okay, all right. I have it right here in front of me. It's coming up next. It's from Another Moses on right. Ross Records. came out in 1999. 1999 with members of the Root Stratix, including Flava Holt on bass. Right. Uh, you got together with, with him. And some other great musicians. It was a great work making that album, man. You know, I, I put a special touch in it for the people. Because I'm for the people. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not for myself. I'm doing this for God's people. You know what I mean? I'm in the back. You know what I'm saying? Well, two special requests going out to you, Apple Gabriel, as well as one of my favorites on the CD, Be As One. Okay? Right. All we right. have to together. That's it. All right. Let's get into those tracks, and I want you to stay on the line, Apple. I got one more thing to chat with you about. Big up yeah, to my. all the massive. Thanks for tuning here to Culture Cafe on the Root Station. Culture Cafe with Ross Tamai at the Control Tower.
featuring music from Israel Vibration throughout the rest of the show. I'm going to be extending the hours of Culture Cafe. We're going to go into the third hour, staying open late to serve up the roots and culture. We just tuned into Apple Gabriel from his album Another Moses came out in 1999. We heard BS1 right there. Also started the set with Back Out Hyena and Power Struggle from Apple Gabriel, a founding member of Israel Vibration, a definite living legend in roots, rock, reggae, harmony. So I'll be featuring for the next four tracks or so, I'm going to start out with music from Israel Vibration lead singing by Skelly, backup harmonies again by Wiss and Apple, and then one from Wiss, and after that, two from Apple, Gabriel, and one will be from Live in Concert in Colorado, a concert I was at front and center at the Red Rocks Amphitheater, the Natural Amphitheater, and it was just excellent, it was a great time, that concert featured Culture and Burning Spear as well. I think the Scottlights were there. It was a two days in a row of reggae music over there. And I think they still have that concert. But you can feel the vibes of uh, Israel Vibration with Apple Gabriel on that last track today. So let's get into it. Again, send out an email with any of your requests or comments to culturecafe at bigupradio.com. We're going to big up our sponsor, Big Up to the Dread, out in Froggy Land, Frogtown, Pennsylvania. Every time. Yeah. 
You wanted us to sing it that same song. You wanted us to sing it that same song. You want.
Cafe dubbing it with Israel Vibration with original members Apple Gabriel, Skelly and Wiss, and the Roots Radix. It's been a great time with you today. Be sure and tune in next time here on Wednesdays. Big Up Radio Roots. Before this track, we heard from Unconquered People. It was We Are the Rasta. By Apple Gabriel. We had Poor Man Cry from Wiss, and we start out with the same song with all three original members. Ross Tomai signing off. Enough respect. Irie.